on his new mumps, you know, and we find validation for this um, in the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar, you know, which is the old, the oldest holy calendar, you know, um, per scripture, you know, in existence, you know, even from the temple priests themselves, the Zodokite priesthood. And so we find that they actually did gather and celebrate the new month. And so that's why we're here today, to do just that, you know. And today is new month, numero four, number four. Seems like the year just started. And here it is, we're in Yah's new month four, and the world's month six, almost to the end of month six. You know, time is really flying by, right? You know. Now, I want to remind you of what Enoch said in, in chapter 82, verses three and four. You know, Enoch 82, three and four, uh, three and four says, all the wise ones should give praise and wisdom shall dwell upon your consciousness. They shall not slumber, but be thinking. They shall cause their ears to listen in order that they may learn this wisdom. Somebody gonna learn some wisdom today. And it shall please those who feast on it more than good food. Blessed are all the righteous ones. Blessed are those who walk in the street of righteousness and have no sin like the sinners in the computation of the days in which the sun goes its course in the sky. If the sun comes in through a door and rises for 30 days together with the chiefs of the thousands of the orders of the stars, together with the four which are added to determine the intervals within the year. That is the intervals between the four seasons of the year. Those that lead them along come on in on four days. Now hereby we learn that there are four days which determine the intervals within the year. That is the intervals between the four seasons of the year. And those are what we call Peguim, and we kept that yesterday. Um, and the Book of Jubilees teaches that the following day after these four seasons of days, that is the new month days of the first, the fourth, the seventh, and the tenth, of which today is the fourth, you know, are days of remembrance. And they played a significant, they played a significant role during the flood. Um, as as well, you know, and we're showing this in Jubilees. Let me have my first reader read Jubilees twenty three through twenty eight, please. And on the new month of the first month, and on the new month of the fourth month, and on the new month of the seventh month, and on the new month of the tenth month, are the days of remembrance, and the days of the seasons in the four divisions of the year. These are written and ordained as a testimony forever. And Noah ordained them for himself as feasts for the generations forever, that they have become thereby memorial unto him. And on the new month of the first month, he was bidden to make for himself an ark. And on that day, the earth became dry, and he opened the ark and saw the earth. And on the new month, the fourth month, the mouths of the depths of the abyss beneath were closed, 
And on the new month of the seventh month, all the mouths of the abysses of the earth were opened, and the waters began to descend into them. And on the new month of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains were seen, and Noah was glad. And on this account he ordained them for himself as feasts, for a memorial forever, and thus they are they ordained. Hallelujah. So this is how they came into being. This is how they how they uh, became to be ordained. And hence, the Dead Sea Scrolls calendar, they called these new month days the days of remembrance. And on them, they read certain psalms. Psalms 119, 135, 136, um, which also has um, some psalms from 118 added to this to its ending, and also Psalm 145. You know, uh, and y'all let me do something different today. I actually did prepare um, prepare a lesson, um, but y'all let me to simply go over these psalms. And so, that's what we're going to do. You know? Because today is Remembrance Day. It's the day of remembrance. And in all actuality, we should be remembering Yah. Never forget, always remember Yah and the things that He has done for His people, the things that He has done for you as an individual. The things that he has done. Yeah. yeah. Things that he has done for us as a, as a people, as individuals, and the things that he's doing in the world even now today. Amen? You know, we are called to remember. Give me one second. I gotta change my batteries. Okay, we have to change some more batteries. <laughs> yeah, excuse us with um, 
our technical difficulties. All the batteries seem to be going out at the same time all of a sudden. You know? Yeah. But you guys know by now I'm electronically challenged. You know? Digitally uh, challenged, electronically challenged. Uh, enemy always come at me through uh, technology. You know, probably because uh, our enemy is the prince of the airwaves, huh? Man, all you can do is slow us down. You can't stop us. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> all right, we're back. All right, yeah. So we're gonna use the day as a day to remember Yah. You know, so we're gonna take take time out on these remembrance days just to simply remember Yah by going through is to is to heal them because they truly remember and lift lift up and exalt Yah. And so today's song is one of my favorites. You know, not my favorite, but Psalm one. And Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the Torah of Yahuwah, and in his Torah doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. But I like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For Yahuwah knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. All right, so, you know, I just want to take a look at a few of the things that's in here. You know, first of all, it starts off saying, Blessed is the man. You know, uh, now, the world has its understanding of blessings, but scripture has quite a different understanding of blessings as it turns out. You know, uh, the people of the day think they're blessed when they have this, that, and the other, but, you know, scripturally, you know, the blessings look a whole lot different, you know, such as we find here in, in Psalm 1. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. They were scornful to, you know, speak to those who keep their mouth on other people. Mm -hmm. It speaks of, you know, mouthing off. You know, now, I want you to see that within this passage, the blessed man is being likened unto a tree. Can you see that? Yeah. You know, he's being likened unto to a tree. You know, and the Torah of Yahuwah is being likened unto rivers of water. Hence it says, blessed is the man. You know, and then it speaks of him delighting in the Torah of Yahuwah. And that's the same as being planted by rivers of water. Now we know that the water represents what? truth you know and so here it is this is simply a picture of a man planting himself by truth and in doing so he bringeth forth his fruit 
in his season. Now that's important because sometimes trees bring forth fruit in the wrong season. And of course the fruit not quite right. You know, the fruit the fruit doesn't doesn't taste like it's supposed to be. It doesn't have the nutrients in it that it's supposed to have. And it's usually, you know, no good. But when you're like that tree planted by the rivers of water, when you're a man or a woman and you plant yourself, you know, by Yah's Torah, then you'll bring forth fruit in the season. Your leaf won't wither, and whatsoever you do shall prosper. That's a, kind of like a recipe for success to me, you know. But, you know, I just love the, um, the wordplay in here, you know, and I don't think that people really, like, you know, take time out to appreciate it. You know, so I wanted to point it out, you know. But it's definitely a recipe for success, you know, because it tells us, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But it also tells us the ungodly are not so, you know. They're not so. You know, they're not going to stand in the day of judgment. They're going to fall, you know. And they're not going to be with the congregation of the righteous. So, that's Psalms 1. That's, bless you. That's one of today's um, Tehillim. Then we have the, long, the, the longest Tehillim in Scripture. Tehillim 119. Yes. So I'm going to get some help with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so let me have my next reader read Psalm 119, 1 through 14, please. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of Yahuwah. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with a whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Yahuwah, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. Hallelujah. Um, before we get into this, I'm going to back up just for a second. Something I forgot to point out. You know, um, one of the things, um, a couple of things. One of the things is, you know, it speaks about blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. You know, now, you know, I want you to consider what if the man does walk in the counsel of the ungodly? What if the what if the man does stand in the way of sinners? What if he 
does sit in the seat of the scornful, will he still be blessed? You know, I want you to I want you to see that because it's like, you know, again, like many people have a misconception of what it means to be blessed, scripturally speaking. You know, so because you can be blessed of Yah and not have everything you want. Amen. You know. Or you can have everything that you want and not be blessed of Yah. And there's also that sweet spot where you can have both. You can be blessed of Yah and have all, everything that you want. You know, but I want to point out that what Yah's blessing looked like. You know, and like this is one of the uh, ways it looked. And if you're not doing these things, then it's a good chance you're not blessed. Say a lot. You know, and also I wanted to point out, you know, that it speaks of his delight being in the Torah of Yahuwah and his, in his Torah do of he meditate. You hear a lot about meditation in today's um, time, you know, with this uh, uh, new age stuff, you know, it's a, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of talk about, you know, hey, we need to meditate on this and that and the other thing, you know, but the, I want you to know and understand that the way that the world meditate um, in today's time is a lot different than the way they meditated in, in scriptural times. You know, see, when they meditated in scriptural times, what they did was they sat there and they just thought about scripture. You know, and they they thought about it and they, they tried to, you know, decipher it. They tried to think of it in every aspect that they could. They really tried to peruse it, you know, and this is what is being spoken of, and in his Torah, do if he meditate day and night, you know, so in other words, you're sitting there, and you're looking at his Torah, and you're wondering why it's saying what it's saying, you're, you're wondering, you know, what else is there in, what else is in there for you to understand, you know, what did he mean by this? What did he mean by that? You understand? You know, this is what it means to meditate. And you'll see this oftentimes throughout the um the Tehillim and and uh and the and the Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and things of that nature, um, those type of writings, scriptural writings, you know, concerning the meditation, you know, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But don't do it like the people of the world do it today. Don't sit there and try to think of nothingness. You know, because that's next to impossible to begin with. You know, but, you know, yeah, don't sit there and hum and don't sit there and, and, and do some chant. You know, no, we're not with that. Sit there and think about scripture. That's the way we meditate. Amen? All right. Now back to uh, Psalm 119, 1 through 14. You know, now again, you know, in in the same vein, Psalms 119 telling us how to be blessed. Say, blessed are the undefiled in the way. So what if you are defiled in the way? Then you're not going to be blessed, right? Can you see that? 
And also, I want us to acknowledge that you can actually be defiled, yet still in the way. Yes, you can be in the way of Yahuwah, but you can still become defiled while traveling in the way. And you have to be careful of that. You know, because if you're not walking in the Torah of Yahuwah, then you can become defiled. And this is why he's saying, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the Torah of Yahuwah. You know, so you have to, you have to understand and you have to, you know, get that into, into your heart. You know, that just because you're in the way and you're traveling in the way, don't think that you can, you can uh, not become defiled. You can't. You know, and... That's why we walk in Torah, because it teaches us how to be clean and holy. And as long as we're clean and holy, then we're not defiled. Amen? You know, so I pray that you can see that, you know, because that's really, really, really important. Because there's a lot of people who think just because, you know, they're, they're, they're walking in the way, you know, that they're, they're good. You know, no, you, you can still become defiled. And if you are defiled, you know... Yah, he, he gives us some ways to become undefiled, how we can clean up our act. And again, you got to go back to his Torah to do it. You know, now, verse 2 said, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies. Now, if you don't keep his testimonies, then, of course, you're definitely not blessed in that matter, right? You know, and those that seek him with their whole heart are blessed. Now, if you're only half-hearted, seeking him, if you only half-heartedly seeking him, you know, then you're not going to be blessed in, in, in that respect. You know, so you know, we want to learn how to become blessed, scripturally speaking. You know, and this is how we become blessed. You know, by staying undefiled, by seeking him with our whole heart. You know, by walking in his Torah. Yes. This is how we become blessed. This is the recipe, you know. Um, now, verse 7 said, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart. Now, just the fact that he says that he will praise him with uprightness of heart tells us that you can praise him without uprightness of heart. And that's something that we have to be very consider considerate of as well. You know, because sometimes, you know, we're in here and we're praising them, you know, but we have, we don't have uprightness of heart. There's some, there's some things that's not right going on, you know, um, going on with us, you know, that's causing us to not be upright of heart. You know, that's not the time to praise. Them. You know, you want to praise them with uprightness of heart. You know, he said... He said, I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. You know, so you want to learn his judgments so that you can know what uprightness is to begin with, you know. Now, verse 9 said, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? It's like, like I was saying, like you can be in the way and you can become defiled, you know, but there's if you do become defiled, there is a way that we can be cleansed. 
And you have to learn how to cleanse yourself. You know, and so scripture tells us in Psalms 119.9, it says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. See, this is what um, scripture would say in the Brick Kalashah, where it speaks about being cleansed by the water of the word, by the washing of the water of the word, right? You know, how can you be cleansed? By taking heed according to the, to the word of the Most High. This is how we can be cleansed. Now, verse 13 says, um, said, with my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. Are you actually voicing Yah's judgments? You know, are you recognizing Yah's judgments in your life? I guarantee you, if you're Yah's, then some of his judgments have come across your path. But have you acknowledged them as his judgments? And have you voiced them with your lips that they were his judgments? You know, and so that's important for us to do as well. Let me have my next reader read verses 15 through 27 of Psalm 119. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in the statutes. I will not forget thy word. Deal bountifully with thy servant and that I may live and keep thy word. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of the, thy, thy law. I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. My soul breaketh for the longing that it haveth unto thy judgments at all times. Thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, which thou err from thy commandments. Remove from me reproach and contempt, for I have kept thy testimonies. Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. Thy testimonies also are my delight and my counselor. My soul cleaveth unto the dust, quicken thou me according to thy word. I have declared my ways and thou heardest me teach thy statutes. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. Hallelujah. Okay, so did you catch the meditations? You know, again, in verse 15 says, I will meditate in thy precepts. And in verse 23 says, but thy servant did meditate in thy statutes. So we're to meditate on his Torah, his precepts, his statutes. You know, and so when you're sitting around and you're not doing anything, how about meditating on Yah's word? You know, now verse 18 said, open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy Torah. Now, I want to, I want you to think about that for a minute. Because if he had to pray that his eyes be open, then... Obviously, at the time he was praying, they weren't open. You know, you know, so many people want to see more in Scripture. You know, but you have to pray that your eyes be open because only Yah can give you that sight. You know, 
Um, even, you know, some of the things he gave me to expose you guys to and, and to, to seek to open your eyes to. You know, sometimes it takes Yah, you know, um, to do it. You know, because he's the only one who can heal blindness. Mm -hmm. You know, but that's how you see the wondrous things in Torah. You know, and the fact that he's praying that his eyes be open, that he may behold wondrous things out of Torah, tells us that there's wondrous things in Torah. Amen? There's wondrous things in there for us to find. You know, but sometimes we have to pray to Yah that he open our eyes. Now, also I want to call your attention to verse 19, which says, I am a stranger in the earth. You know, and this goes along with what Yahshua told us, you know, how he was in the world but not of the world. You know, and how that the world will love its own, but because we're not of the world, the world is going to hate us. You know, you have to walk this walk as if you're a stranger in the earth. You know, and unfortunately, a lot of would-be saints don't really like this aspect, you know, of the way. You know, because they want to be accepted by the world. You know, but you can't be accepted by the world and accepted by Yah too. You have to choose one. And if you choose Yah, then the world will not accept you. They're not even going to like you. You know. But the transverse is also true. If you choose the world, Yah is not going to accept you. And he won't like you. So you have to choose which one you want to be accepted by, which one you want to be liked by. You know, and if you are a stranger in the earth, if you choose Yah and you choose to be a stranger in the earth, then you also should be praying this prayer that Yah hide not his commandments from you. Say a lot. You know, now, verse 24 says, my testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. You know, now this is important because a lot of times when people, you know, find themselves in precarious situations and they're trying to figure out what to do, the last place they go to is scripture. Mm -hmm. But here it is. The psalmist is saying, Thy testimonies are my counselors. You know, let the testimonies of scripture counsel you as to which way you should go and what you should do. You know, there's many a time that I find myself in situations and circumstances and I look back and I say, man, this is kind of similar to what... Yaakov went through or what Moshe went through or what one of the other saints in scripture went through and then I applied to what they did to, to my life I used them as my counselors you know wisdom is found in a multitude of counselors amen you can find a multitude of counselors right in scripture you know and this is what the uh, psalmist is speaking about when he says thy testimonies are my counselors let me have my next reader read verses 28 through 40. My soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according unto thy word. Remove me from the way of lying. Grant me thy law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. 
I have stuck unto thy testimonies, O Yahuwah. Put me not to shame. I will run the way of thy commandments, when thou shalt enlarge my heart. Teach me, O Yahuwah, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go on the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Hallelujah. Now, verse 37 is an admonishment for most would-be saints. You know, many of us need to learn to turn our, our eyes away from beholding vanity. You know, the things of this world can be quite captivating. They can be beautiful. You know, but sometimes you need to turn your eyes away from beholding vanity. You know, especially when it's when it's tempting you. Don't look at it. You know, because that's how Satan trips you up. You know, you are in control of your eyes. You know, if your eyes are lusting to see something, then don't allow them to. Take authority over your eyes. You do not have to behold vanity. The choice is yours. Amen? Let me have my next reader read verses 41 through 53. Let thy mercies come also unto me, O Yahuwah, even thy salvation according to thy word. So shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me, for I trust in thy word. And take not the word of truth utterly out of the mouth, for I have hoped in thy judgments. So shall I keep thy law continually forever and ever, and I will walk at liberty, for I seek thy precepts. I will speak to thy testimonies also before kings, and I will not be ashamed. And I will delight in, I will delight my, th myself in thy commandments, which I have loved. My hands also will I lift up unto thy commandments, which I have loved. And I will meditate in thy statutes. Remember the word unto thy servant, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my com comfort to, in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me, quickened me. The proud have had me greatly derision, yet I have not declined from thy law. I remembered thy judgments of old, O Yahuwah, and have comforted myself. Whore hath taken hold of me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to call your attention to verse 46 says, I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. You know, Yah's word says that if we're ashamed of him, he will be ashamed of us. You know, Yahshua tells us that. If we're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of us. You know, hence he says, I speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. A lot of would-be saints need to adhere to this. A lot of would-be saints, when they're before certain people in their lives, 
or certain people that come into their lives, they become ashamed of their faith. They become ashamed of the things that they believe and what they adhere to, to the point to where they don't want to even mention it. I'm not lying, Emma. You have to get to the point to where you're bold enough to speak about Yah before any and everyone. No matter if, if they're kings or presidents, you know, prime ministers, you know, or what have you. We speak of Yah's testimonies. We're not ashamed of him. Amen? You know, verse 47 says, goes on to say, And I will delight myself in thy commandments. We supposed to delight ourselves in his commandments. In other words, we're supposed to enjoy doing his commandments. They're not supposed to be a chore. They're not supposed to be a burden. They're not supposed to be a discomfort. They're supposed to be a joy. We're supposed to want to come and congregate with one another and talk about how Yah is moving in our lives. Or talking, or even talk about how Satan is moving in our in our lives, and how we need prayer to help overcome what Satan is doing in our lives. This also is a part of why we come together. This also is a way of delighting ourselves in His commandments, because His commandments tells us when to congregate, and when we're here to congregate, then this is what opens the door for the opportunity to ask for help. You know, and yes, we ask Yah for help, but Yah also uses uses people to help as well. You know, and where you know one can put a thousand in flight, two can put ten thousand in flight. What if you get a whole room full of people praying about something? How many could we put to flight then? You know, so we have to learn to delight ourselves in, in Yah's commandments. We have to learn to enjoy doing what's right. And here it is. We're also reminded, meditate in his statutes. I will meditate in thy statutes. So he's saying he's going to meditate in the statutes. He's going to meditate in the word. He's going to meditate in Torah. He's going to meditate in his precepts. You know, yes, it's good to meditate, but meditate rightly. Let me have my next reader read verses 54 through 66. Thy statues have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I remember thy name, O Yahuwah, in the night and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. Thou art my portion, O Yahuwah. I have said that I will keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and kept my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight I will raise to give thanks unto thee because, thy, because of thy righteous judgments. I am a champion of all them that fear thee and of them that keep thy precepts. The earth of Yahuwah is full of thy mercy. Teach me thy statutes. Thou hast, dwelt, thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Yahuwah, according 
unto thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Hallelujah. All right, so verse 54 says, Thy statues have been my songs. What a great way to memorize and familiarize um, ourselves with Yah's statues, even by singing them. You know, we used to sing this song uh, that, uh, you know, we, we probably need to put back in rotation, but it was a song about the Ten Commandments. And it, uh, it actually went through all the Ten Commandments, and it was great way to learn the Ten Commandments, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, and to commit them to memory, you know, but yes, thy statues have been my songs, that's a, that's a awesome way, um, he, he says uh, in verse 55, in the night I have kept thy Torah, I have kept thy law in the night, now this is crucial right here, see, because a lot of people, they don't have no problem doing what y'all said as long as things are going good in their life. So when things are going good in your life, that's like the daytime. You know, everything's sunny. You know, everything's fine. And so, you know, people are having a good time. And, you know, and so, you know, there's no problem doing this law because, you know, you're being blessed by doing it and everything is good. But can you still keep his law when it's nighttime? Can you still keep his law when you're confused, when you're scared, when things aren't going well, when things, when your world is topsy-turvy, when hindrances come up against you? Will you still keep his law then? That's the time when you want to keep his law the most because that's how you pass the test. You know, so he, he says, I have remembered thy name. What does the name speak of? Character. Character, authority, and reputation. So when things get rough, you are always to remember Yah's name. You're always to remember his character because you're supposed to be mimicking his character. You always remember his authority because then you know that he can bring you out of your situation. You always remember his reputation because his reputation gives you that assurance that he can bring you out of your situation. Because if he done it for this, that one, and the other, you know, he very well may do it for you too. So you can even have faith and trust in him even in the night. Faith and trust enough to continue to do his laws, to do his Torah. Amen? Verse 58 says, I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. See, a lot of people pray for favor, but they don't do so with their whole heart. You know, this is one of them things that you have to do with your whole heart. You know, just like if you're going to find them, you, you, got, you have to seek them with your whole heart. Well, if you want favor, you have to entreat them with your whole heart. Verse 62 says, at midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. You know, now, this is, this is a very interesting passage, and, and, and it has a, a, a very, very um, beautiful lesson. Now, here it is. We're still, we're talking about the nighttime again, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so we're talking about a time of confusion. We're talking about a time of darkness. We're talking about a, a time of stumbling. When you're done stumbled out the way. We're talking about a time, 
you know, um, that's not good. You know, midnight, it's the middle of the night. You know, it can't get no worse. He says at midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee. So at the worst possible time, that's when you want to give thanks to the most high. Why? Because of thy righteous judgments. Because if you're going through something, it is likely if you're his and you're going through something, it's likely because of judgment. But it's righteous judgment. And that's not something to, to, uh, to cry about. That's something to give thanks about. That God loves you enough to even judge you. He loves you enough to discipline you. He loves you enough to show you what's right. He loves you enough to give you a spanking. You know, he goes on in verse 63, says, I am a companion of all them that fear thee, of them that keep thy precepts. This is who your friends are supposed to be. Your friends are supposed to be other believers, other folks that's walking in the way, other folks that can relate to what you're saying and what you're doing. These are the people you're supposed to be hanging out with. These are supposed to be your companions. Not the ones that's looking at you like you're crazy and trying to lead you into the world to do um, everything under the sun that's not right. You're supposed to be running around with and hanging out with the ones who are trying to live righteously. Those that fear Yah. Those are, that's afraid to cross that line of his will, way, and purpose. Become companions to them that fear Yahuwah, that fear Yahshua and his commandments, words, and sayings. Learn to run with them that keep his, that keep his laws. Not the world. You know, it's so many, it's so many times that, you know, people come into the faith and they're doing really well. But their heart longs for those old companions. Their heart longs for those whom they grew up with and they and they loved, you know, all along the way, you know. Um, and and now they've come to this new understanding and they're walking in in this new way, this this way of Yahuwah, you know. And you know they miss some of their old loved ones, you know. And now. That they're all clean and holy. They want to go back and hang out with the filthy people of the world that they grew up with. In hopes that they're going to help make them clean. You know, and their heart's in the right place. They want to help make them clean. But the only thing that happens is they wind up becoming dirty. See, because you can't. Put on a clean clothes and go run around and wrestle with those who are filthy and think your cleanliness is going to rub off on them. That you're going to make them clean by wrestling with them and playing with them and hanging out with them. No, you're not going to make them clean, but they will make you dirty. 
And that's what people don't seem to understand. You know, and they and they, they, they feel like like, well, you know, well I need to go and, and, and help them. You help them by staying clean. You help them by being able to get a prayer through when they need one. But if you is just as filthy as they are, you won't be able to get a prayer through either. But if you stay clean and holy, at least if they come to a point where they need you to pray for them, you can get a prayer through. And even the wicked understand that. Whenever they have trouble, they seek out a righteous one in their life, someone who they believe is following the way, and they ask them to pray. They even know that much, but if you just as filthy as they are, they might as well not even ask you. Because you can't get a prayer through either. Say lie. Let me have my next reader read verses 67 through 78. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I have but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and does does good. Teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep thy precepts with my whole heart. Thy heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have Hope in thy word. I know, O Yahuwah, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they delight perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's um consider verse sixty-seven. Now this is this is um this is beautiful. This is a beautiful lesson here as well. You know, take note, it says, Before I was afflicted. Before I was afflicted. Before affliction even came upon me, before I had any problems, he says, I went astray. Did you catch that? Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Mm. Can you see that the affliction is connected to your going astray? Can you see that? The affliction is in conjunction with your going astray. Hence he says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. So what is that telling us? It's telling us that when you go astray, you'll be afflicted. Everybody still with me? But he goes on to say, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and doest good. 
understand what he's saying. We have to understand what he's saying because this is huge. He says, before I was afflicted, I went astray. So, I was afflicted because I went astray. But now, I have kept thy word. And now he's acknowledging, Yah, thou art good. And he's acknowledging thou doest good. He's saying, you doest good by afflicted afflicting me that affliction that you gave me that was him doing good why because it was to teach me thy statutes understand that this is how Yah works this is his ways and he changeth not when you go astray he will afflict you if you're his Scripture says he disciplines those whom he loves. If you're his, when you go astray, he will afflict you. And you have to have a sense enough to see where you strayed. And go back and keep his word. And then acknowledge that he is good. And that he did good in whooping you. And that's how he teach you his statutes. In the same vein, consider um, verse 71. He goes on, he says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted. See, a lot of people see when they get afflicted and they think that's a bad thing. But that's in the world. But in Yah, when you're afflicted, that's a good thing. Because that means Yah loves you. Hence, he says in verse 71, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. That's how y'all teach us. Bless you. That's how y'all teaches us. By afflicting us when we go astray, that we might learn. In the same vein, in verse 75, I know, O Yahuwah, that thy judgments are right. And that thou in faithfulness has afflicted me. See, again, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And you can expect that. When you're his and you go astray, trust and believe. You will get whooped. You will be afflicted. And the closer you get to him, the quicker that affliction will come. And the harder it will come. So I suggest you do like he said in verse 78 and meditate in his precepts so that you know not to cross none. Amen? Let me have my next reader read verses 79 through 91. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. My soul fainteth for thy salvation, thy hope in thy word. My eyes fail for thy word, saying, When wilt thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet I do not forget thy statutes. How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy Torah. 
All thy commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth forever. O Yahuwah, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are they thy servants. All right. And verses 92 through 104 goes on to say, Unless thy law had been my delights, I should have perished in my affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine. I am thine. Save me, for I have sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. Oh, how love I thy Torah! It is my meditation all the day. Thou through thy commandments have made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments for thou hast taught me. How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. If you want understanding, look at his precepts. Scripture tells us with all our getting, you get an understanding. You get them through his precepts. Verses 105 through 117. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You are supposed to let the word guide your walk. And this is what I mean when I say have a scriptural reason for the things you say and do. If you have a scriptural reason, if you have scriptural reasoning for the things you say and do, then the word is truly being a lamp unto your feet. It's truly lighting your path. It goes on to say in 106, I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Yahuwah, according to thy word, except I beseech thee the free will offerings of my mouth, O Yahuwah. Um, and teach me thy judgments. Accept the free will offerings of my mouth. Don't you know that you can sacrifice to Yah anytime, anywhere? All you have to do is open up your mouth. You can give him free will offerings, free will offerings of thanksgiving, free will offerings of praise. You know, all you have to do is open your mouth. Verse 109 My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy Torah. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I err not from thy precept. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. They are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined mine heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. Have you committed to go to the end? Or are you just committed as long as things are sugar and spice and everything nice? Verse 113, I hate vain thoughts, but thy Torah do I love. When you get these crazy thoughts that come into your head, rebuke them in the name of Yahshua. Discard them. Act like somebody just told you 
uh, somebody just asked you for a billion dollars. Well, you don't have a billion dollars, so that would be preposterous. You just kick that right on out. <laughs> so every time one of them crazy thoughts come in your head, treat it as if someone just asked you for a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. You crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and that's how you get rid of it. 114, thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my Elohim. When somebody trying to get you to go against Yah's will, way, or purpose, when they talking about, you know, oh, it's not going to hurt you to just do it one time, or, or you can just, just this time you can do it, you know, you tell them, depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my Elohim. Uphold me according unto thy word that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me, and I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Mm -hmm. Verses 118 through 126. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. And this is, this is for all those naysayers that say no you know the most high don't want you to be afraid of him the most high just wants you to reverence him he just wants you to respect him he don't want you to be afraid of him you're not to be scared of him no you're to be scared of him you're supposed to be knee shaking fearful of him hence he says my flesh trembleth for fear of thee you ever been so scared you just start shaking that's what he's talking about. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee. And I am afraid of thy judgments. You ought to be afraid of what Yah will do to you if you do wrong. You shouldn't just have us respect. You should have that, but that's not all you should have. You should actually be afraid. You should be scared. You should be so scared that you don't do wrong. Your flesh should tremble because he's going to reprove it. He's going to rebuke it. He's going to discipline it. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of Elohim. And it's this type of fear. It's that trembling type fear. It's that fear that make you just pause. You ever been so afraid you just froze? You ever been so afraid you just couldn't move? That's the type of fear that you want. That's the type of fear of Elohim that you want. You want to fear Yah to the point to where it just make you freeze. Now take another step. That, that next step may have put you in the wrong direction. That's how the type of fear that you want to have. That's the type of fear that you want to have. You want to be afraid of Yah. You want to reverence him as well. You want to respect him. You want to, you know, all that goes together. But you definitely want to be scared of him. Because he is something to be scared of. 121, I have done judgment and justice. Leave me not to mine oppressors. Be surety for thy servant for good. Let not the proud oppress me. Mine eyes fail. For thy salvation and for the word of thy 
righteousness. You know, and so this is the judgments of, of Yah. You know, he will leave you to your oppressors. That's why you should be afraid of him. You know, he will let the proud oppress you. One twenty-three. My eyes fail for thy salvation, and for the word of thy righteousness. Deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy, and teach me thy statutes. I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimony. It is time for thee, Yahuwah, to work, for they have made void thy law. They made void thy Torah. It is time for Yahuwah to work. When he began to work, then that's when we'll see the miracle signs and wonders again that bear witness to his will, way, and purposes. And it is about that time, because they definitely have made void his Torah. Verses 127 through 135. Therefore I love thy commandments above gold. Yea, above fine gold. Therefore I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right. And I hate every false way. Now this is something that you guys hear me say oftentimes um, around here. You know, I say the word is my truth. The word is my truth. That's what's right for me. You know, everybody gets to choose what truth they, they want to adhere to. I choose the word. You know, and this is what the psalmist is saying here. Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts, all things to be right. When it comes to right and wrong, I look to scripture. That's what determines what's right or wrong for me. 129, thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore doeth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. You know, I pray you can get that picture. Imagine a dog just panting. You know, he just ran, just got finished running full speed. Now he's panting, he's, he's tired, he's out of breath, he's thirsty. You know, and he really wants something, something to drink. He really, you know, trying to catch his breath, needs some air. That's how you want to be, longing for Yah's commandments. 132 says, Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. When you order your steps in the word, iniquity can't have dominion over you. Say, lie. Deliver me from the oppression of man. So will I keep thy precepts. Now, what happens if you don't keep his precepts, then you get delivered to the oppression of men. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant and teach me thy statutes. 136 through 145. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes because they keep not thy Torah. It should make you sad too when you see wickedness run amok. As we see, see today. Righteous art thou, O Yahuwah, and upright are thy judgments. Thy testimonies that thou hast commanded are righteous and very faithful. My zeal have consumed me because my enemies have forgotten thy words. Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. I am small and despised, yet do not I forget thy precepts. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law 
this truth. Thy Torah is the truth. You know, that's why I choose it to be my truth, because it is the truth. 143, trouble and anguish have taken hold of me, yet thy commandments are my delights. The righteous of thy testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. I cry with my whole heart. Hear me, O Yahuwah. I will keep thy statutes. 146 to 155. I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried. I hoped in thy word. My eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. Hallelujah. Hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness, O Yahuwah. Quicken me according to thy judgment. They draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy Torah. Thou art near, O Yahuwah, and all thy commandments are truth. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. Consider mine affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget thy Torah. Plead my cause and deliver me, quicken me according to thy word. Yahshua is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. You know, now the KJV says salvation is far from the wicked, but that word salvation is Yahshua, number 3444. Yahshua is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. So you think just because you have Yahshua, you acknowledged him as your Adonai, you said you acknowledged him as your Adonai, if you don't seek Yah's statutes, he will be far from you. 156 to 165, great are thy tender mercies, O Yahuwah, quicken me according to thy judgments. Many are my persecutors and mine enemies, yet do I not decline from thy testimonies. I beheld the transgressors and was grieved because they kept not thy word. Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Yahuwah, according to thy loving kindness. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endure forever. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in awe of thy, of thy word. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. I hate and abhor lying, but thy Torah do I love. Seven days, seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteousness, righteous judgments. Great peace have they which love thy Torah. You want peace? Then fall in love with this word. Fall in love with this Torah. Fall in love with this law. Great peace have they which love thy Torah, and nothing shall offend them. Hallelujah. Verses 166 through 176. Yahuwah, I have hope for thy salvation. And again, this is Yahshua. Yahuwah, I have hope for Yahshua, and done thy commandments. Can't have one without the other. My soul have kept thy testimonies. I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies for all my ways are before thee. Let my cry come near before thee, O Yahuwah. Give me understanding according to thy word. That's the understanding that you want. You want understanding according to Yah's word. Not according to man. Man is going to give you a lot of understanding that's according to them. But you want understanding according to Yah's word. Because we're Yah's. That's our truth. 
Verse 70, let my supplication come before thee. Deliver me according to thy word. My lips shall utter praise when thou hast taught me thy statutes. My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. Please understand that righteousness are commandments of Elohim, and commandments, doing the commandments of Elohim is righteousness. You can't have righteousness without doing the commandments of Elohim. It's impossible. The two are forever linked. 73, 173. Let thine hand help me, for I have chosen thy precepts. I have longed for salvation, O Yahuwah. Thy Torah is my delight. I have longed for Yahshua. O Yahuwah, thy law is my delight. Let my soul live, and it shall praise thee. And let thy judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant. For I do not forget thy commandments. And that is the longest song <laughs> in scripture. Hallelujah. Amen. We have Psalm 123. Let me have my next reader read Psalm 123. Unto thee I lift up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of maidens unto the hand of their mistress. So our eyes wait upon Yahuwah, our Elohim, until that he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Yahuwah, have mercy upon us, for we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt of the proud. Hallelujah. All right. Psalm 135. Now, Psalms 135, it says, Praise ye, Yah, praise ye the name of Yahuwah. Praise him, O ye servants of Yahuwah. I want you to know, like, we always sing hallelujah, right? You know, but you don't find it in scripture in that form. You know, and, you know, so I just wanted to point it out so everybody can see, you know, what it looks like when it's actually in scripture. Like, when it... It says in the King James, if I'm not mistaken, it says, Praise ye Yahuwah. You know, um, if, no, maybe it does say praise ye Yah. I can't remember. Um, but this is actually hallelujah. And when it says, Praise ye the name of Yahuwah, that's actually hallelujah. So it says, hallelujah, hallelujah, praise him, all ye servants of Yahuwah, ye that stand in the house of Yahuwah, in the courts of the house of our Elohim. Praise Yahuwah, hallelujah, for Yahuwah is good, his praises unto his name. Sing praises unto his name, for it is pleasant. For Yahuwah have chosen Yaakov unto himself and Israel for his peculiar treasure. For I know that Yahuwah is great and that our Adonai is above all gods. There's a lot of gods in this world. Mm. Ours is not the only one. But ours is above all others. Mm. Verse 6. Whatsoever Yahuwah pleased. That did he in heaven and in earth, in the seas and all deep places. He causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings for rain. He bringeth the wind out of his treasuries. Who smoked the firstborn of Mitzrayim, both of man and beast? Who sent tokens and wonders into the midst of thee, O Mitzrayim, upon Pharaoh and upon all his servants? Who smote great nations and slew mighty kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites? 
and all king of Bashan and all the kingdoms of Canaan and gave their land for inheritance and heritage unto Israel, his people. Thy name, O Yahuwah, endureth forever, and thy memorial, O Yahuwah, throughout all generations. For Yahuwah will judge his people, and he will repent himself concerning his servants. The idols of the heathen are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Neither is there any breath in their mouths. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. Bless Yahuwah, O house of Israel. Bless Yahuwah, O house of Aaron. Bless Yahuwah, O house of Levi. Ye that fear Yahuwah, bless Yahuwah. Bless Yahuwah out of Zion which dwelleth at Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a awesome song right there. All right, we're going to go on to Helam 136. Let me have my next reader read to Helam 136, 1 through 9. Oh, give thanks unto Yahuwah, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Elohim of God, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Adonai of Lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretcheth out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt and their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divideth the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But they overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. And slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for inheritance, for his mercy endureth forever. Even heritage unto Israel, his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate, for his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies, for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the Elohim of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto Yahuwah, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. This is supposed to have been read as a responsive format. It would have sounded a lot better. Want me to continue? Please. Psalm 118, verse 15. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of Yahuwah doth valiantly. The right hand of Yahuwah is exalted. The right hand of Yahuwah doeth valiantly. It is better to trust in Yahuwah than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in Yahuwah than to put confidence in princes. O oh, give thanks unto Yahuwah, for he is good, 
for his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Yeah. And did you notice that um that Psalms 135 and 136 are a lot alike, mm -hmm. um, except for in one, one uh, 36, his mercy endure forever. Mm -hmm. and then we have Tehillim 145, I will extol thee, o, uh, my Elohim, O King. I will bless thy name forever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Do you praise him every day? Do you bless him every day? Do you praise his name every day? Hallelujah. That is his character, authority, and reputation. Great is Yahuwah and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy good thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. Yahuwah is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Yahuwah is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Yahuwah, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. Hallelujah. 